Well, it's the beginning of 2019, and I have a question for you. What if you could make a New Year's resolution that could change your life without you changing anything about your life? I'm Lori Short, and I want to welcome you to my 10-minute podcast. And I'm starting this year with a four-part series called New Year, New Eyes. But after that, I'm going to be giving some sneak previews from my new book that comes out at the beginning of April, which is called 40 Verses to Ignite Your Faith. And it's filled with hidden spiritual insights that I will actually be previewing on this podcast. But today, I want to begin with this question. Have you ever made a New Year's resolution that you couldn't keep? If your answer is no, you may be too perfect for this podcast, but I'm willing to bet that most of us have done this or have failed at commitments that we've made. And the reason we make these resolutions is because we have high hopes and big goals for change. And most of these goals, as I got thinking about it, are because we are unsatisfied with what we have. But what if your resolution was to learn to actually embrace what you have? The scripture verse I want to look at here at the beginning of the year is Psalm 16.6. It's actually one of my favorite verses. And here's what it says. The boundary lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Surely I have a delightful inheritance. In other words, what I hear the psalmist saying is that I am embracing what I have and what I don't have. My boundary lines are in pleasant places, and I'm trusting that this is where God has me, that he has me here because there are people that he wants me to touch around me or places in others that he may want me to reach. And my experiences, my boundary lines are equipping me to live the life that God has for me. I want to share a personal story of how God used the experiences in my life to reach someone who is very important to me. When I was 19 years old, heading off to college, my parents got divorced. And eventually both of them remarried. My mom married someone older than her and my dad married someone younger than him. In fact, someone that was just three years older than me. And I felt all the feelings that a child feels when this happens. Suddenly, you do not get your one family that you wanted to have for the rest of your life. Now you have two families and you'll always have to figure out the dance between your step parents and your bio parents. So that was my background when years and years later, I actually became a stepmom. And now I feel all those feelings from a completely different perspective. And I feel all the joy and the sadness of sharing your child that a step parent feels. But because of my experience of being that child, it has helped me to hold my tongue when I've wanted to speak and love with open hands. So I spend my time when I'm sad crying to God about the loss and the difficulty that I may feel about being in this position along with the joy. But I don't share those places because it really isn't his burden to bear. 
And I recognize that God has given me a gift in the brokenness of my family to be equipped for this role. And it was really only in retrospect that I discovered this. The more I lived my life, I could look back and see that the things that had happened to me were preparing me for a role that I would eventually fulfill. And to be able to see that this was a specific gift to my life, something that was hard, was really an amazing feeling. And I can resonate with what the psalmist says, the boundary lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Surely I have a delightful inheritance. In other words, I am trusting that what I've been given is exactly what I need to live the life that God has for me. And the experience, I think, of being a, a stepmom as well as being a child of a divorce caused me to recognize that the more that I loved with open hands, the more that I would receive. And the more I held on and tried to cling or wish for more, the less I would actually appreciate what I have, which is so much. And also, it would put something on my stepson that he really shouldn't bear. And it was only through experience that I discovered that. There's always two ways to look at things. And of course, that's the theme of my book, When Changing Nothing Changes Everything. And if you're looking for help this year on really seeing what you have and seeing your life the way that God sees it, you may want to grab this book. And I have a challenge for you. Just read the first two pages and let that help you make your decision of whether or not you will read the book. <laughs> because the first two pages really lay out the theme of the book. And that is that your perspective makes all the difference in how you live your life. And I have a video series that many people are enjoying. It's an eight-week video series that actually goes with the book that you can do individually or in a group. And maybe that's something you want to consider in this new year. How you and a group of friends or people from your church can see your life the way God sees your life and hear from some of the people in the book. A lot of my friends and people who have inspired me are in the book and you get a chance to actually meet them in the video series. And so maybe this is something that you want to do in the new year. But regardless of whether you use this book to help you, my challenge for you this year is instead of looking at all the things that you want to change and how you can change them, to possibly make a New Year's resolution to look at what you have and what you've been given and see it in a new way, to see everything that there is to see. And sometimes that requires looking back and sometimes that requires being in the now and sometimes that requires seeing the bigger view than the scene that you're in right now. And those are some of the things we're gonna be talking about over the next three weeks. And then, as I said before, we're going to start a new series on this podcast that I'm super excited about because I have a new book coming out in April, and it's on 40 lesser-known verses in the Bible that give us insights on our faith. And that is what I'm going to spend February and March and April leading up to and during the book release focusing on some of these verses and giving you a sneak preview as to some of the things that are in the book. 
So once more, let me read you this verse and let it be your theme this year in 2019. The boundary lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Surely I have a delightful inheritance. Make a resolution this year not to change your life, but to change the way you see your life. Happy New Year and thanks for tuning in.